0: Hey Travelers, just stopping by to let you know that this episode that you are about to listen to is one of our older ones, and we were going through some growing pains at this time. But if you would like to start from where we consider our newest era of quality, I would go ahead and jump to episode 54, The American Bigfoot. Either way, enjoy Travelers. Travelers. Strange sounds heard around the world permeate from the skies above our heads or the bedrock beneath our feet. The origins of the trumpets that seem to be coming from the heavens themselves are unknown and leave those that hear them with more questions than answers. An otherworldly hum that reverberates through the evidence of many videos and eyewitness accounts as told by online videos, local, national, and international news, there is something causing these sounds. Are they warnings, atmospheric anomalies, heavenly or hellish beacons? how about something terrestrial or dare we say extraterrestrial for many years earth has been plagued by a number of mysterious sounds heard from all corners of our home geologists astronomers and meteorologists from around the world have struggled to explain this phenomenon that is just another path into our journey of the strange world that surrounds us welcome back to infinite rabbit hole <laughs> Welcome back to Infinite Rabbit Hole. I am your host, Jeremy, and today I'm joined by my co-hosts Jake, CJ, and Andrew, and a very special guest. But before we announce exactly who that is, let's scratch the surface of the Infinite Rabbit
1: Hole. Andrew, scratch, scratch, scratch. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Yeah, ASMR, whatever. Sniff right up in there. But yeah, Uh, since the launch in September uh, 2020. Uh, the Infinite Rabbit Hole podcast has been attracting listeners with a weekly show about uh, curiosities, right? Uh, including Project Bluebeam, Time Travel, To Bigfoot or Not To Bigfoot, uh, UFOs, the, the DoD uh, UFO release, and many others, right? Uh, we do need uh, support of continuing this show, uh, and we actually do need your help. So uh, if you want to support us on Patreon, Uh, That will allow us to continue the growth and uh, continue uh, bringing great uh, content for you guys. Um, Get bonuses like uh, bottom of the hole content, behind the scenes, early access, and more. Uh, You can find us at Patreon, Infinite Rabbit Hole Podcast.
2: That being said, if you guys do need to reach out to us, feel free to hit us up on our socials. Uh, we're Infinite Rabbit Hole on Instagram and at Infinite RH Pod on Twitter. We also have a Facebook group, which we'd love for you to join. And you can follow us on YouTube as well. Subscribe and hit that bell icon.
3: Hey guys, Jake here. Just wanted to say that we also really appreciate ratings and reviews. And you can do that on iTunes or on YouTube podchaser.com or if you'd like to leave us a voicemail you can do that on anchor.fm slash infinite rabbit hole and what's more is that if you leave us a voicemail we'll play it on our next available episode
0: awesome dude that worked out amazing we're gonna do that for now on that was fantastic
2: i definitely winged it and did not have a script so
0: yeah well you're better than me so there's that <laughs> <laughs> all right i was like please let me get this right awesome thanks guys <laughs> now let's introduce our guest for the night on her podcast, she covers the strange world of cryptids, UFOs, and the supernatural with a very upbeat attitude and an all-around fun way. She is the host of Crypto Chat with Yammy podcast. I would like to welcome Yami to the infinite rabbit hole.
4: Hello, everyone. I'm so excited to be here.
0: Hey, thank you for coming. I am really excited to have you
4: on. Oh, thank you. I Honestly, it is an honor to be on and just get to meet you all. I'm, I'm really excited, just and overall in general.
0: Well, that's awesome because when i was starting the podcast your your podcast was one of the uh the shows i was listening to you were uh in your very early stages i think the very first episode i heard of yours you had these two gentlemen and forgive me i'm not gonna remember i don't remember exactly what their names were but they were uh children's book readers oh or writers.
4: yes 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 i had um on the authors of mothman uh, learns the abcs so i had yeah it was so cute i loved them so much um mike and Dan are they're great.
0: Right. Yeah, that was an awesome episode. That was a lot of fun.
4: Oh, thank you. They they made that episode. It's such a good book. I love it. It's adorable.
0: Yeah, they're great. I'm going to have to actually probably grab that, too. I got someone learning their her ABCs right now, and that would be a great book
4: for them. Oh, there you go. And introduce the cryptids. And-
2: Absolutely. You got to be so- careful, Jeremy. The last time you uh, started an episode off like this, you ended up with two of those hosts on your show. Shut up, CJ.
0: <laughs>
4: <laughs>
0: He's talking about him and Andrew. <laughs> so the uh, the story behind CJ and Andrew is that they used to be the hosts of the Crypto Technical Podcast. Mm-hmm. And then I came through and said, your podcast is no more. I own it. And I'm going to throw it away and take you for infinite rabbit hole. CJ said, "No, Pa, not my show."
1: Oh my God, CJ! Actually, that, that was, was more you.
0: like
2: that was more like Andrew. I was like the French. I just put the white flag up, and I was like, "All right."
1: Yeah, <laughs> it's true. Don't uh, just, don't get him talking French. you can do it. So yummy. I need to know
0: how did you get into cryptids?
4: So since I was young, I've always been that kid that was fascinated with everything weird and strange, which, of course, my parents were so proud of. Um, But I think it was just I was watching TV and back when I was young, I want to say like late elementary, early middle school was when we had like that big like blast of like. TV shows like Ghost Hunters, um, I'm trying to think of others like uh, Monster Quest and stuff like that on the History Channel, oh, yeah. Animal Planet. So all that stuff was coming out, and I just absorbed it like a sponge. It was absolutely fascinating to me. I didn't understand why people weren't talking more about cryptids, about anything strange. So from there, you know, we didn't we had the internet, but it wasn't like what it is now. So I would actually go to libraries, and I would literally borrow as many books as I possibly could on anything from UFOs to the Chupacabra to, to, to just beyond. I just wanted to intake as much of it as I could. And it just kind of spiraled from there. Now, here I am into adulthood and still hasn't gone away. So.
0: <laughs> well, that's pretty much the same thing with me, too. Does anybody ever watch Lost Tapes when they were younger?
4: Yes, it was so good. I keep thinking about the Mongolian Deathworm episode.
0: they have all of the episodes on youtube for free right now yes they do oh man i'm gonna write that down lost tapes it's so it's a dramatization of a story involving one of the one a a cryptid and one of the worst ones ever okay some of them are really good but the chupacabra one is horrible yes (laughs) you want to know why
1: uh cj hates the chupacabra that's why
4: (laughs) Poor it's choopy. Stupid.
1: Look, Aww. man, if you drink blood from goats and only goats, you would look like the. It looks like basically.
2: Holy crap! That's why it's stupid.
1: It's yeah. Edward <laughs> from from Twilight with the sparkly skin and everything. It's not funny if you have to point it out. Yeah, it, that's what. Well, I need to because that's my role. <laughs>
0: Andrew's role is the quiet asshole. Yours is the loud asshole. He shuts me down. <laughs> Jeremy also shuts me down, man. I, I do. You know what?
1: You need to know your place, CJ. Man, yeah, I didn't know we were that. You're the also, This is you're taking a little bit of both our roles today, Jeremy. That's kind of upsetting.
4: You're multitasking.
1: Yeah, yeah, I'm aggressive. You're the aggressive asshole right now. I'm fucking mean today. You can
2: teach me my place <laughs> later, Daddy. <laughs>
1: Listen, little man,
0: you just chill, okay? All right. Rough. So, uh,
4: Jeez.
0: Sorry about that, Yammy.
4: Oh, no, no, honestly, you're good. Honestly.
0: Sometimes, sometimes family just have to, have to have it out, you know?
4: Oh, I, I get that.
0: It's like when
3: you go over to your friend's house and their parents get into it at the dinner table and you're just like, ooh, I'm
4: going to have to head out now. <laughs>
2: I was the kid that sat there going, oh, sick burn.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Your your mom just told you to shut the fuck up. You ain't gonna do
2: nothing. You ain't gonna do it.
0: Get your your friend grounded. (laughs) This night is ruined. What are we talking about today? (laughs) (laughs) I don't remember. Oh, so that, yes. There we go. That's what I want to talk about with Yammy. Yammy, I have a question for you. Mm -hmm. So I reached out to you and I said, Yammy, would you come on the show? You said yes. And I said, here's a list of all the episodes that are coming up. Pick one. I really thought you were going to pick a monster one because you're a cryptid person. Mm -hmm. So, but you went with this, which, by the way, we're talking about strange sounds today. Why? Why?
4: I actually haven't covered this topic yet at all on my podcast and in all like in in like any of the interviews that I've done so far, I also haven't covered this topic. And so when it showed up on the schedule that you had posted, I was I just like it instantly my eyes gravitated toward it. And I was like, that would be fun. That would be cool. And that would be different. I like that. Let's do that. So I just went for it.
0: Awesome. I like it. So that's been something I've been waiting for on this podcast, right? So you get these guests and they all want to gravitate to what they're comfortable with and what they've done before. And you end up getting some stuff that's kind of regurgitated from prior episodes that they've Mm -hmm. done. And, you know, you kind of just feel like you're remaking an episode that they've already done before. And you did, you said that. And the first thing I did was go through your, your episode list. And I was like, Oh, she hasn't even covered this yet. So we're getting firsthand content from you and i just want to say thank you that's awesome
4: you're welcome no i love the idea i'm so glad that like i I felt like i hadn't heard that covered anytime recently from anybody that i was listening so when i saw it i'm like ah oh, yes this is great i love it it's fresh
0: well right before this episode we are doing we are releasing a unicorn episode <gasps> mm-hmm.
4: i love that it's so magical
3: it's something for sure.
4: <laughs> I wouldn't say magical.
3: But it's something.
0: All right. Um, do you guys have any questions for Yami before we get started? Did you know what you were getting yourself into <laughs> when you
4: <laughs> I don't mind chaos. I thrive on oh, it. It's okay.
0: I was born in the darkness. <laughs> Terrible depression. <hand> <laughs> Just the worst whatever man i thought it was great all right guys you guys ready to start talking about some strange sounds oh yeah cool let's jump in the sky trumpets on august 24th 2016 the san diego union tribune published a story on strange trumpet-like sounds coming from the sky being heard all over the world The article describes what people are guessing are loud burst sounds that sound like a groaning metallic sound or humming coming from the sky all around them. For proof of their claims, they attached a handful of videos of people recording and reacting to the sounds from Germany, New Jersey, Texas, New Zealand, Finland, Chicago, and Australia. In the article, they give David Hill's thoughts behind what could be behind the sounds. Mr. Hill is a U.S. geological survey scientist, and his best guesses are for the strange sounds are. Small earthquakes and emissions from meteors. other theories behind this phenomenon range widely and include power lines, electromagnetic radiation, wireless communication devices, submarines, and alien invasion, and of course, the mating call of the midshipman fish. <laughs> <laughs> Dead serious too. The sources for this article led me to strangesounds.org. On this website, there are databases dedicated to strange sounds coming from strange places. One of these databases contains well over 100 videos dedicated to the sky trumpet phenomenon dating back to 2008. I say well over 100 because that's where I stopped counting and I still had more than three quarters of the page to scroll through, so I gave up. The videos in the database are from all around the world. Just to list a few places outside the U.S., uh, there were videos from Denmark, Netherlands, Poland, Ireland, Chile. Norway Croatia and Greece Uh, many believe that the sky trumpets are a sign of the end times
2: what do you guys think Hmm. I don't think the horns are as literal as they're taking it here
4: yeah I
3: I think they are biblically like they'll literally be trumpets but the sounds of the videos that I've seen are way less than angelic sounding I played the trumpet for a couple of years and it's been 15 years since I did it. And they sound more like what I could blast out of a a trumpet right now versus something played by the heavenly hosts. Mm -hmm. They don't sound like that. They don't sound like, oh, man, this is incredible. It sounds just like a (laughs) brah. And I actually kind of looked into it and I got an interesting theory. It was something along the lines of like the – earthquake plate tectonics sort of a thing and it was basically when the plate tectonics rub together that as one overlaps the other and the crust rubs against the lithosphere which is the layer right underneath the crust that it could cause like a rubbing sound mm-hmm. but i haven't really seen a video of the trumpet sounds that's followed by an earthquake because i would imagine that if it was that aggressive that it was making a sound like that like a screeching or a like a I guess that humming sound because of the plates rubbing together that it would also
0: spawn an earthquake. Mm-hmm. So before we get any farther, CJ, can you play us the trumpet sounds?
2: I one hundred percent. Well, I just have a quick question for Jake. Uh, yeah. Biblically, are are this specifically say trumpets? I was always under the impression it was like that that horn that like comes out and does that real big loop, and then the bell the is right shafar? at the Far, the, the yeah. show far, yeah,
3: yeah. Um, I was always
2: under the impression that's what the Bible is referencing.
3: I mean, it's possible, you know, either way. I mean, I I have a uh, well, I want to get a shofar, um, but I have a conch that makes a sound that's very similar to that. And even still, Mm. it's a very uh, crisp, continuous sound. Mm -hmm. It's not it doesn't really change versus who blows it or or how much pressure you put into it from uh from your lungs blowing into it it's a pretty steady sound the only difference is you know how big the shofar is or how small it is Mm. that changes the uh the decibel level and the way the sound comes out so it's not like a trumpet where you can change the sound by opening and closing different valves and stuff with your fingers right or any sort of other instrument it's pretty continuous and pretty steady so but when i listen to these videos it's not like that it's very you know Mm -hmm. it's just changes in frequency which is more reminiscent of like some sort of a natural phenomenon or metallic sounds or whatever the other explanations are versus like an instrument so but you're right it could be Mm -hmm. uh it could be a mistranslation it could be a shofar it could be a an actual horn or you know the more Uh, medieval versions which they didn't have the ones that we have now which it was just basically your mouthpiece and then it extended in a long tube and then it opened out into like a funnel shape so who knows
2: okay all right well in that case um so the what we're going to play here is probably the clearest one that i was able to get my hands on um so here we go all right that's what we got
1: Uh, I didn't know CJ was going to play the sound. I was actually thinking of, like, the musical instrument the Thurman, right? Uh, Just because you did mention the plate shifting, right? So Mm -hmm. um, the electric, the natural electric of the earth coming off. Uh, I'm sure there's some type of hum or or something that maybe humans can't hear, right? Animals can hear. Because there is something that... um, animals can sense when something's about to happen right right so if it's something that they hear like a sound maybe it's just a, a sound that coming up to our octave that we can uh finally hear in this but maybe this is something like a dull hum that's been constantly going on so what do you think Yami? what do you what's your best guess
4: I've actually heard these videos. I this is something like I've been interested in since I think I saw it was a news report. Um, I don't know from where about these particular noises. I think it was uh, Kiev, uh, Russia. Um, there was some videos there that were pretty wild. Um, the sounds are so unsettling. Like I don't know if it's just hmm. me, but the tone and everything is just it. it It definitely sounds like apocalyptic, like what you would expect to hear, like when the Mm. world is about to just combust in on itself. Um, so I could see why it would create the panic that it has, you know, and it's not something that's like a low, a low rumble or anything. It's, it's, it's fairly loud and the pitch and everything, it's just very interesting. Um, and I know that based, like there's been different, um, occurrences of this worldwide and it kind of changes a little bit, uh but it's about the same give or take in its sound. Um, I, man, I've looked at a few theories on this um, and it's pretty much all the ones that you've covered and whatnot. And some of them make sense to me like um, situationally. So like I can understand if like, for example, a meteor um, broke through the atmosphere, it's breaking down. That's probably going to cause some type of noise depending how loud it is. And it does explain how sometimes with like these sounds, there's been accompanied by like a la- like a large um, burst of light in mm-hmm. the area, so that makes sense mm-hmm. with that. Um, the only thing is that uh, you know we would hope to find like an impact site of like a meteorite or something, but I guess if the atmosphere absorbed it, then you might not. But if it's that big enough to make that kind of a noise, I would assume you'd find something. <laughs> so. Uh, that again that's situation i feel like that that makes sense for some things but not other things um the most i can like rationalize because I'm, I'm a very rational person i try to find a logical explanation um even though my part of my brain wants to be like that's obviously like aliens or something <laughs> <laughs> but the logical side of me says that it has to be something geological I feel like it has to be something related to, um, the earth itself. And it's just now that we're, because we have technology, we can record it, but these sounds Mm. have been observed throughout the planet for a long time now. Um, so it's nothing necessarily new per se. Um, we're just seeing more because we can record more and report on Mm. it more, um, So to me, I feel like it has to be something tectonic related, perhaps maybe um, as for some reason when the tectonic plates are shifting, perhaps we're getting in certain areas of the world just sounds that we normally otherwise wouldn't hear with our human um, range of hearing. Um, But I don't know, like it's just it's there's an unusual, unsettling feeling about these noises that also makes it difficult for me to fully wrap it around something like tectonic plates because i agree like i feel like then you'd have to have some type of earthquake or you would have to with as much like technology as we have to keep track of the movement of tectonic plates we would i feel like be able to see it measured on some type of instrument a movement enough to make that kind of a sound um but I mean, maybe, maybe not. I know that there's a lot we don't know about our planet. And maybe this is just one of those things that we don't know explicitly where it's coming from, but it just naturally happens. And it low key sounds like the planet has like growing pains. And
1: mm-hmm.
4: She's not happy right now.
0: <laughs> I'm very happy that you brought up things like the meteor, because when I was doing my research for this episode, I had I had a goal and that was to somehow bring to the episode a way for the fans to listen to the sounds that people have theories of where where this originates from mm-hmm. so cj and i worked together to come up with something cj actually really came through for me um so cj actually has what a meteor sounds like Ooh. cj would you like to play that for us on it
2: Was a little too loud. Is that the one that slammed
3: <laughs> into Russia? Yeah.
4: Yo, that yeah. was the Russian one. It really messed up some buildings around there.
3: Oh, for real.
0: I turned could it down you, a little bit. Yeah. Could you play that again just a little bit lower? Yeah.
2: You guys hear all the car alarms going off background
0: (laughs) (laughs) so i hear that and Mm -hmm. i don't hear trumpets that's just me
3: (laughs) well i want to go back to what she said she was talking a lot about plate tectonics and that sort of stuff and it being measured and everything what if there's something to that like it's maybe not what we think about where it's uh you know an earthquake or it's you know one plate kind of going over another remember when we were doing that Bermuda Triangle episode and we are talking about those bubbles of gas coming up out of the, the bottom of the ocean and mm-hmm. blowing up underneath ships and stuff. What if it's pretty much a earth fart leaking gas out of a chamber? Like
2: like mm-hmm. earth clenched its cheeks and let it squeak out. <laughs>
3: so it, it
2: just <laughs>
3: comes out. <laughs>
0: What Jake is referring to, they're called methane hydrates. Mm -hmm. Uh, Along continental shelves, uh, there's a lot of buildup of methane gas trapped below the surface of the Earth. Uh, These pockets of methane have been known to erupt similar to a volcano. Uh, They may release gigantic bubbles to the surface of the water. Uh, And sometimes they're larger than ships. Sometimes they could be miles long. Uh, unfortunately we have never uh, actually seen it happen but we have it measured through Mm -hmm. things like hydrophones and stuff like that like we know it happens we just haven't seen it Uh, and there's a good possibility that the reason why we haven't seen it is because those that have been around for it sank to the bottom of the ocean because like how we explained during the Bermuda Triangle episode is if imagine a ship is right above one of these methane hydrates and this gigantic bubble a mile long comes up to the so- the, the surface of the, the water and pops right underneath a, a ship. Well, what's going to happen to the ship? It's going to drop maybe mm-hmm. a quarter of a mile down before it slams into the water. That ship's <laughs> not surviving and all the water comes roaring in from all sides. It's just going to swallow things whole. And that's actually, uh, that's where you know, Jake and I when we did the Bermuda Triangle episode, we talked about that. Um, and I actually Jake, it's funny how you pointed out the <laughs> the methane hydrates, because I was actually going to talk about the uh the one that you brought to that episode. The uh what was it, the the air being shot out? Like oh yeah, the the cloud cannons. The cloud mm. cannons. So that's actually what I was gonna say. But yeah, the, the methane hydrates, maybe. I don't know. I mean, who knows what an earth fart sounds like. Maybe it sounds like trumpets. <laughs> <laughs> the squeaking tires.
2: Yeah, like if you got a lot of pressure there and you're trying to make it silent, but you can't. Yeah. Anyway. Um, you know you know what the, the, the trumpet sounds remind me of? And it kind of puts me on Jake's side with the whole plate tectonics idea. Uh, when I was a kid, I had this like pool toy and it was basically like a giant water syringe and like you would just whole mm-hmm. water with it up through a tube
1: oh. if, you, yeah,
2: if you pulled that bad boy back and you didn't have water going into
4: it it made oh, a sound yeah. sounded yeah. just like that
2: so that kind of puts me on jake's hmm. side with the whole tectonics idea because it's rubbing right so
0: hmm. huh. you know huh. just i'm gonna play devil's advocate here because i personally don't like the the plate tectonics thing, because when I think of plate tectonics, anything that happens to do with plate tectonics, I'm thinking of crunching and rumbling. Mm-hmm. And I mean, you're talking about bedrock rubbing up against each other, sediment collapsing. You're not talking about a whine. You're talking about like a crashing sound. Yeah, like it sounds
4: harsher. Yeah, not almost like delicate mm-hmm. in a weird way. Well, yeah,
2: when you get down deep though, like it, when you're when you're talking about you know mile or so deep like deeper into the earth's crust you have a lot of pressure there and that makes this and the uh, stone is very smooth so you're not getting Mm -hmm. that same cracking and crunching It doesn't have as much space to go anywhere so you have this very smooth object just rubbing against another smooth object and that's why you would get a very high pitched like a scream that as it came to the surface would dispel into the atmosphere and and it could potentially sound exactly like that trumpet
0: i'm like when you say that that makes more sense to me because you think of like those air pressure release valves yeah mm-hmm. like when you when you have something that's high pressure and you cut it and it goes yeah. or, like screams real loud like a sky fart yeah like a sky fart <laughs> <laughs> you get it so yeah um i don't know but uh, I, maybe it would have to happen over land, mm-hmm. and I'm, I mean, maybe maybe it doesn't. Maybe it does come underwater. I'm just thinking that instead of it being geological, I I had for some reason want to go to the meteorological side of things. Like oh, okay. Maybe this is pressure that's being built up from a storm nearby, the like atmospheric
4: um, to some extent.
0: Yeah, and maybe like there there's two different levels of pressure meeting each other and I am not a meteorologist, I'm not a geologist. I'm just a guy that likes to google things. Um so that's what kind of sounds better to me. It could absolutely be ge- geological though.
1: What do you think, Andrew? <laughs> I'm thinking that you need the earth uh, allow the Earth to rub its cheeks together, man. I agree with it. Uh, it's. I think it's the Earth's booty making these sounds of these plate tectonics play just coming together, and it's just like, hear me roar. She's so modest. Yeah. I just,
2: I just, I just heard what Jeremy said, and I got a visual in my head of this, like, giant hand coming down out of the sky with a needle and just popping a hurricane. Just
1: <laughs> <laughs> That's enough uh, of that. <laughs> you wanna well, watch some scramble? So, watch this. Like as a, <laughs> okay, so as a kid, right? Um when you were trying to explain national phenomena, I, um I don't know if you were ever told this or not, but like I was told, Yeah, thunder is just uh angels uh bowling, right?
4: Yes, something oh, yeah. like that, yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah, so like do you think because these sounds are whatever it's just like they're getting ready they're preparing because oh, it's gosh. happening frequently it's mm-hmm. like every two years or year or something like that that just like oh guys we got to get the band together we got to practice it's, <laughs> it's coming it's coming down the pike we want to make sure that we're sounding good or maybe it's just like uh the heaven needs like a expansion so they're like expanding and it sounds like drills so they're like adding on uh, a swimming pool up there or something they're uh, you moving
4: know. a couch right now yeah. Yeah.
1: <laughs> just <laughs> scraping <laughs> the hard couch across it's like <laughs> no it goes there go to
3: the right a little bit get the big broom to bang on the ceiling shut it off up there
0: <laughs> alright so I want to talk about skyquakes Another phenomenon called skyquakes are sometimes referred to as sky trumpets, but there are many people who who are adamant that they are separate events. Mm -hmm. But because I have found references to them being the same thing on geological and meteorological websites, I have included research on skyquakes as well. So skyquakes seem to be a more proper and professional name for a sky trumpet phenomenon. Um, Some very famous skyquakes here in the U.S. are the Moodus noises from Moodis, Connecticut, and the Guns of Seneca from New New York. Uh, Many scientists have offered possible explanations for these noises, but the actual origin of skyquakes is still unknown, scientifically at least. Uh, Some of the theories are coronal mass ejections. These are caused by chemical explosions on the surface of the sun uh cmes cause solar winds and if one is pointed directly at the earth scientists believe this could be a cause for skyquakes um some other theories are sonic booms from meteors obviously we just heard that i don't know about that uh natural gases natural gases escaping various vents on the earth's surface could cause a noise that could be responsible for this phenomenon uh one that i definitely don't think is right is military aircraft these aircraft mm-hmm. cause a sonic boom. If flown past fast enough, the exact range of the sound caused by a sonic boom is not fully understood, especially under different weather conditions. Uh, Jake and I are uh, aircraft technicians uh, for the Navy and they're trying to make I... them quieter, not louder. Yeah, exactly. No, nah, I don't think so. Uh, another thing was earthquakes. Could they be the echo of a rumble of an earthquake? Underwater caves collapsing and causing the air trapped in the cave to be pushed towards the surface and releasing the sound caused by collapsing into the atmosphere. Uh, And some other ones are just uh, solar, some kind of solar activity, volcanic eruptions, avalanches, and distant thundering echoes. Um, So real quick, before we kind of talk about skyquakes and all those things, uh, CJ, can you play the example of an avalanche and then the military aircraft... Going sonic boom. There we go. Cheese.
2: So that was uh, an avalanche.
0: An Avalanche just demolishing an entire family of sparrows.
2: Oh, no. (laughs) Yeah.
0: All
2: right, here's the sonic boom. There it is. There it is. So that was the sonic boom.
0: Personally, I don't think it's any of those guys. What do you think? Mm -hmm. Doesn't sound like it.
4: No. So funny enough, um, my family, were big airplane buffs and we attend air shows regularly. So I've heard a sonic boom quite a bit, like the F-22 Raptors and stuff like that. And it's a military aircraft breaking this, the sound barrier. Particularly, it has a particular sound. You can recognize that it, it has almost like a mechanical um, origin to it. Um And of course you'd probably, I mean, you don't necessarily have to see it, but you probably would see something shooting off, I would imagine. Um, it just doesn't sound like that. And then I know a lot of these, uh, a lot of these locations that have had the sky quakes wouldn't be a, a location where an avalanche could necessarily be an option, um, unless the sound carried that far, um. But even then, it's like, eh, it's mm-hmm. a little, a little iffy.
3: I agree
0: with that. I was thinking about both of those things. <laughs> what do you guys, what do you guys got, CJ and uh,
2: Andrew? Honest, honestly, like when it came to the Skyquake, uh, I didn't think it sounded like any of that stuff. Um, mm-hmm. At most, at most, like just knowing what I know about sound and how sound interacts with our atmosphere. Maybe if there was an absolutely phenomenally oversized avalanche on the opposite side of a mountain so that the 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 sound waves would have to bounce off of our atmosphere before coming down to us. Mm-hmm. Maybe. But there's no way an avalanche of that magnitude is going to happen that we're not going to hear about it. Like, hey, there was a huge avalanche. Look at this YouTube video. It's going to pop up on your Facebook feed 20 times. Um, so it's just, it's just very bizarre for me
0: i agree mm-hmm. cj before we get going on anything else is there any way you can bring up the sound of a midshipman fish i'm curious if if that was just a joke in the article that i read or if
2: that's actually like something that sounds weird
4: oh it does sound quite weird
2: apparently people are, are looking for this sound because it, i put mid and then the letter s and it came up mid mid-shipman, midshipman fish sound
0: i hope this is hilarious
4: that's awesome that's ridiculous yeah they really go off i'm not gonna lie the first time i heard that i was when i read an article that mentioned the fish i'm like there's no way these fish can be that and then i'm like okay maybe a little bit
3: so it sounds like a ship
4: (laughs) yeah yeah
0: (laughs) that's nuts i'm not gonna lie that that's the closest to the sky trump or yeah the sky trumpet that i've heard so far
2: but how many of those would you need in one area? Is, where to, w- would it be to a mating call?
1: Thing? Is that a mating call?
2: No, nah, yeah, some fish make so. noises sometimes, and it could be a mating call. But like, like if you're fishing off the shore, you can catch these uh, these fish. Call, um, I don't remember what they're actually called, but everybody calls them croakers. And when oh, you, pull, yeah, yeah. you pull them off your hook, they sound like frogs. Like some fish yeah, just yeah. make noises. <laughs>
3: oh, and drums too. Yeah.
2: Yeah, catfish do it. Yeah, they croak. Yeah.
3: Well, well, some of these sounds were coming from like the middle of Russia.
4: Yeah, those are like it would be it would be hard to like place these particular fish because I think they're not native to most of these places. Trapped
3: so. in the snow and the ice. <laughs> <laughs>
2: it's just so weird. It's like, them trying to like, escape. Yeah. <laughs> like their total huh. population. If it was in one spot and they all sounded off at the same time, would that be enough for us to hear it from Russia?
4: Hmm. Mm.
0: <laughs> yeah I, so they all just meet up like let's say off the coast of Florida and they're just like using fish book yeah
1: hear me out there's a guy randomly that took uh, a empty piano and he lined them up and he has a hammer and he's been hitting these fishes and he's going on tour with <laughs> these fishes and he's like oh, but soft, a soft hammer not like an uh, endangerment uh, animal type deal
4: just a gentle love tap yes oh my god you know this
2: (laughs) andrew go stand in the corner
3: it's not much better than what comes to my mind every time i hear one and see one of these videos with the sky trumpets the first thing that pops into my head is war of the worlds when the alien ship comes up and it's like "Ah!" everyone's like "Ah!" and starts screaming and running and it's vaporizing people that's That's the first thing i think of every time So, yeah, I would, I'd picture that if it happened to me and I was fishing. <laughs>
0: I, I think that's why this sound is so eerie is because of War of the Worlds. That's infre- mm-hmm. Dude, that's exactly what I was thinking, too. I was like, this has Alien Invasion written all over it. And I was I was really hoping somebody was going to be dead set on Alien Invasion because I was going to be like, yeah, I don't know, dude, you're kind of weird. Um, so <laughs> love you, though.
3: I but- got to be honest, though, in the realm of all the stuff, I would – put more like faith into somebody with a piano full of fish.
2: So I'm on Andrew's <laughs> side.
4: Oh it's the fish for me.
2: Leave <laughs> well, you out fishing and, you, and I heard that sound. The first thing I'm going to say is, oh my God, what's wrong with my boat engine? And then realize I have oars <laughs> and no engine. And then I'm going to rowing really fast. Like call 911. I'm about to get hit by a ghost ship. <laughs> <laughs> be looking down in the water Nessie you're far from home I'm out of here
1: <laughs> for
0: real some of the uh evidence for a Loch Ness monster is audible I mm-hmm. wonder if those fish are freshwater are they freshwater hmm. or are they saltwater do we know
4: I think they're freshwater if I remember correctly mm.
0: interesting maybe we'll save that for the Loch Ness episode whenever we get to
4: it a- you know what is interesting that a lot of these sounds occur around bodies of water
2: mm uh water is like one of the best things for amplifying sound too Mm -hmm. which is weird because so i mean it makes a lot of sense then
4: yep
1: sounds like we might have to deep dive on that one go to go to the bottom of something a wink (laughs) (laughs) great caveat into the next topic
3: on
0: this
3: (laughs) (laughs) so
2: anyway let's listen to what an actual skyquake looks like we've been talking about for 15 minutes and not played do it cj
1: I do agree with jake uh saying this one does sound like that whole that movie world of the wars or whatever
0: let's talk about the videos themselves right one thing i noticed about the videos is that you had a a good chunk of these videos which honestly i think are fake where (laughs) somebody is recording this sound and there's other people around that are not reacting to it whatsoever yeah um and then you have some 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 of these videos which are obviously extremely authentic where they're out at a park or on a beach or somewhere around a bunch of people. I saw one particular one where they're at a ski resort and people were lined up getting ready to take the ski lift up and everybody is looking up, you know, with their phones and they're trying, they're like recording the sound and reacting to it. Mm -hmm um so there's definitely this is definitely a real phenomenon you know i personally haven't heard it but because i'm watching videos where people that aren't aware of somebody else recording are reacting to it i know this is going on but there is a lot of fakes out there and i just want to make sure that anybody that chooses to go and listen to some of these is uh that are listening to this episode be aware of some of these videos that might actually be fake because I did watch one video where someone was trying to reproduce a fake version of this and they had their phone out the window. Right. And they were like, Oh my gosh, do you hear that sound? And it sounded just like, you know, a normal uh, skyquake or, or sky trumpet video. Mm -hmm. And then he goes over to his computer and he hits the space bar to pause it. Yeah. And he's like, yeah, you know, I think he said something along the lines of don't be don't be fucking stupid.
2: Wow. <laughs> what a nice. nice. Oh. <laughs> Do you know what the Skyquake reminds me of genuinely? Um, in, in all seriousness, it really reminds me of like if you take like a four cylinder uh, vehicle and like soup it up. And then because it sounds like a chainsaw because it's a four cylinder, you put one of those fart cannons on the exhaust tail to give it like that lower sound and then drive it past people. That's kind of what it sounds like to me. I don't know what any of that is. You, ever, I'm you ever watch Fast and the Furious?
0: Like No. Oh Lordy. <gasps> yes. Yeah. So Go ahead, Jake. Think- Go ahead, Jake. Say it. Say things. He, he's
3: he has a lost childhood. Say it. Jake. I mean, <laughs> Go I, ahead. I don't
0: I don't watch Fast
3: and the Furious. I haven't watched a single movie either, but at least I know what you're referring to. But Jeremy literally has a lost childhood and hasn't seen most things.
2: Did you ever play Need for Speed?
0: <laughs> no, I, I played. Oh, man, what was that? Uh,
2: Mario Kart. Oh, God. Wow. Okay. <laughs> well, when you're on the Rainbow Bridge, right? <laughs> <laughs> okay, so when you, when you have a car with genuine muscle or like a six, eight cylinder engine and you tune it up and it sounds beautiful as it goes by you right? It's got a real low guttural hum as it comes past you. Now you take a four-cylinder little ricer and you dump a bunch of parts into it and then it goes ying, ying, ying. it sounds like a four-stroke motorcycle and then you go, God, I can't have that. Women are not going to like me for this. And then you put a fart cannon on the exhaust pipe and it makes <laughs> it sound like an eight-cylinder. Yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. That so, too.
3: There's a when I was looking into this topic and I was just going on YouTube just trying to find what they actually sound like, I came across this one video. This guy, his channel is called FX, and he spends 15 minutes and he's like, this is what I think about the, the sky trumpets from the side of a sound designer. And he spends 15 minutes and he totally recreates the sound. No big deal. He films up to the sky. He's like, oh, whoa, what's that? And then he goes to his computer and he makes the exact sound. He makes the video. He's like, that's what I think about it. (laughs) So I I, saw the same video. I agree. I agree that there are definitely ones where it looks to be legit. And then there's definitely ones where it's like, yeah, it's fake. We're just a guy like filming outside of his, his front window or his, you know front yard and he's like whoa, like, you know, <laughs> whoa!
2: <laughs> look for the videos where they're not wearing moos and hair curlers don't watch this <laughs> i think the most legit one to me that i
3: saw was a bunch of guys out in like the woods there's a whole bunch of them it's like a a crew of uh i mean they're all wearing vests and hard hats so i imagine that they were loggers or something along oh, the lines of that oh was that and in that, canada i think so and that to me was more legit than the one lone guy just filming into the sky of his neighborhood like oh man whoa you know <laughs> yeah or it really it, it legit sounded like a garbage truck was rolling by <laughs> he's like oh my gosh <laughs>
2: the video that i would believe is if they were out in the woods and they were like all hunting and then the sound happens and then all the hunters just get really fucking mad they're like god damn it motherfucker. Yeah, right. because now really scared all the deer away. <laughs> yeah right now they're pissed off i'd be like all right that video is legit those guys are mad
0: <laughs> yeah and then bigfoot comes out and says shut
2: the fuck up <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to scare this kid in the field with his BB gun. Hits a deer off a tree and leaves. Oh, What a dick.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I mean, he's referring to... I had a Bigfoot encounter when I was a kid. Oh. uh I I was out playing with a BB gun. Yeah, short, short. (laughs) I was out in the woods playing with a BB gun and I saw one in a field and he's just being a dick because he
1: loves me.
4: (laughs) (laughs) We roast what we love.
1: We do. Yeah. Hey, what if these uh sounds are Bigfoot farting? Ooh, I
0: mean that would they're they're all over the place.
2: I they mean they're literally globally. everywhere. Yeah. They they are covered in hair, and I imagine they could hit some serious bass tones. And listen, <laughs> listen it,
1: if you have long legs and big feet like that, those cheeks must be like huge as well.
4: <laughs> I mean, and it's not like any of us have, like, tangible proof of what that would actually sound like. So, I mean, there's no way to say just, that's not what it sounds like.
2: So, we have human examples here. Uh, I, have a friend, I have a friend who had uh, laser hair removal and now oh. he sounds like a mouse when he lets him loose and <laughs> it's the funniest thing in the world.
3: So, let's list out all the plausibilities, alright? We've got Bigfoot's Big cheeks, uh, sky earthquakes, avalanches, sonic booms, earth farts.
0: Uh, <laughs> the midshipman fish.
3: The, the midshipman fish. Maybe the hollow earth marching band. Uh, <laughs> like,
1: it could be anything. Yeah, it's also angels practicing for the angels end times. practicing. That's right. Yeah.
4: I'm um, so, so when I was researching this, there was something that kept coming up and I've heard it before. And it's it's a conspiracy theory. And I, I always throw it out because, you know, I, I'll entertain it. I don't know how serious it is, but I'll entertain it. You know, I don't know, I don't know what's going on out there. So who am I to say that's true or not true? But somebody put the, the theory for both of these, the skyquakes and the trumpet noises, the harp weapon program however you you see fit oh, uh, to to, yes. to call that um, even though technically i think it's it's been out of commission for a few years now but um
2: that's what they're telling you
4: exactly i don't i don't live in alaska enough to know so
2: they, they actively <laughs> use mini versions of them in farmers fields you can watch youtube videos of these things going off and they literally create rainstorms in their fields for these farmers they have little mini versions yeah. Oh, dang.
4: So, who's to say if it if it somehow can manipulate atmospheric or like meteorological like meteorological things? I mean, I don't know what the like what could be a side effect of that. Maybe the, the side effect is just it creates that noise doesn't necessarily yeah. mean it's anything malicious, although there are some people that do think it's very malicious, but
2: what if what if it's harp like you said but it's harp blowing an o-ring and now we just have a ton of air escaping out of a valve <laughs> well i th- i think she's hmm. talking you're talking
0: about the uh the government program right where they're trying to control weather
2: yeah
4: mm-hmm.
0: it's Hmm. it's like a conspiracy yeah no i that's actually very interesting um hmm
3: that's, like, the best explanation for most things It's like, the government. It's the
4: government. Yeah, it's when you government. don't know, just, just blame it on.
2: <laughs> Their um, big toy broke, and we heard it, and now it's on the video. <laughs>
4: <laughs> I mean, it's, it's you know, this thing was located, It I think it was 1993. It was established out in the middle of nowhere, out in Alaska. Like, it's pretty, I mean pretty out there you know not a lot of people would have access to it it looks very strange um as far as i know um it's you know it's just it's one of those things that anytime that i think any government installation just pops up somewhere it draws attention i mean area 51 is the greatest example of that mm-hmm. um so it doesn't surprise me although i think that they recently if i remember correctly because i've just touched on this topic once during a live um they i think were are either back to using the facility or they're trying to get back to using it i think that they allowed the public in at some point like basically to like be like haha, there's nothing suspicious happening here you see for yourself like (laughs) look
0: at the keys look at the keys exactly how could we possibly (laughs) do anything suspicious (laughs) i don't know very interesting Maybe for the sake of keeping the the conversation moving forward. Right. Let's uh, let's talk about the next strange sound. I want to bring up the hum. The hum is a term given to a mysterious sound that not everyone can hear without the help of amplifiers from all around the world. It has been described as a low frequency humming or rumbling. The menacing hum is heard better at specific areas of the world. But can be measured almost everywhere. Some of the best places to hear the hum is in the areas of the United States, United Kingdom, New Zealand, and Canada. It is thought that the hum comes from under our feet and has a terrestrial origin, but some people say that they get the sensation that the sound comes from the skies. One of the more famous hum sounds is the Tau's hum. The mystery surrounding the Tau's hum has been featured in the ep- in episodes of unsolved mysteries, life science's top 10 unexplained phenomena, x-files, monk, criminal minds and the unexplained. Are you guys into loud
2: music? My 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 child says the ABCs and when he does it he tries to death metal growl them.
3: <laughs>
2: <laughs> Cuz
3: I totally buy that people dealing with something like that have like issues, like physical issues. Like, mm-hmm. I don't know if you guys, I have, uh, I'm a weird dude. I have a pickup truck and I put a subsystem in it because I love that sort of stuff. Like even oh, my damn. 3 f 150 had a subsystem in it, you know, so it was a total sleeper. No one suspected the, the beat up old POS truck. Um, but I, uh, I love that sort of stuff and I have absolutely gotten the brown note. Where I was messing with the, syst- the system and the settings, and it was just a low hum. And me and the other three people in, in the truck, when we were o- all listening to it and all that stuff, started feeling sick and nauseous. And, and mm-hmm. we were like, oh, oh, what's going on? And I realized that it was the sound just, just getting us, right? Mm-hmm. So, anytime there's like an issue where it's like there's a sound or there's sort of, sort, uh, some sort of stuff like that. Like there was one in South America that was very similar to this. I was looking up and people were reporting like headaches and nausea mm-hmm. and all sorts of stuff. And they're like, where's this coming from? It's coming from the earth or it's coming from inside of your own head or you know, all these sorts of things. And there was like a bunch of physical problems with it. It's like, I totally buy that.
1: Yeah. Like man, <laughs> Real I mean, stuff. With the broken. Uh, so like fans in general, uh, there's like a frequency if it's broken that it will purposely like creep you the hell out right it'll make your uh hair stand up on end and other things like that and it only happens when it's like at a low frequency and it's something about our body that like naturally is aggressive or not, uh, goes into fight or flight uh with that so i can wholeheartedly see uh exactly what you're saying uh being um something that would be like this sound that uh, maybe industrial fan or something that was going at a, a lower speed or higher speed than would be that would create this hum, right? Um, or if they had the uh, because I know when those type of things they have sound systems to like yell over top of the speakers, like uh, or they'll th- like throw music. Maybe one of those speakers was uh, not fixed, right? And it was mm-hmm. putting out and putting out like a a hum that you couldn't really. Here inside the factory, because you're doing all the things like melting metals and other things that would drown it out. But like, because there's windows or that would be broken or shattered, some of them that that would like emanate out from there.
4: Mm -hmm.
2: There's also the idea that um, if you apply too much power to something... Uh, it'll do that. A good example of that is guitar amps. So, a lot of people who play guitar seem to think that your gain knob is the same as a volume control, and they <laughs> crank the gain up way high on their amp. Oh, and no. hear
4: boom,
2: while they do it, you're like, you're right. an idiot. Turn that down. Um, so, there's always that, too. That something's just getting far too much power to it, and it's generating mm-hmm. the sound.
4: I know one of the, like, theories given was, like, and going back to this, is uh, that perhaps some people, it's, like, a form of, like, severe, like, Um mm. which is enough to, like, if it's severe enough, it can really cripple people, and it can cause a lot of these side effects that a lot of people have it, have mentioned physically and psychologically. Um, so perhaps it is, and I know that, I think it's said that, like, only isn't, it's, like, maybe 2% of the populations of places affected are, able to actually hear this noise um, when it happens so I don't know there's there's a lot it could be I know that somebody mentioned like maybe it's also like mass hysteria based like somebody's actually like having something going on and then it's like mm, spreading among the people yeah. because everyone's panicking about it and it's getting media attention and what and we've definitely seen cases of mass hysteria throughout history so it could be a thing I suppose it is definitely one of those things that it's just, it's just creepy to me. Like reminded me of, I don't know if you guys remember back in like, was it, gosh, it was 2017 or so that um there was in Cuba, the American diplomats that were having like, um, that were experiencing like some kind of like sonic attack over there to their senses. And like, it actually like was recorded that several like embassy uh, diplomats, uh suffered like some type of um attack they don't know what it was and so the state's not known but they have like hearing loss and nausea yeah. and all that and it reminded me very similarly um to the hum but almost like as if somebody had like taken that and like purposely like weaponized it and like specified it to particular individuals
3: thank you for bringing that up because that's the other article that I saw
4: ah yes
3: yeah. <laughs> so I was just like. I was like, ah, oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Make the connection, the brown note.
0: I remember that whole thing. That was, that's weird. Do we want to play this sound? Yeah, man, do it.
3: Sounds like a fan to me. Yeah. <laughs>
0: hmm It does. It does. Mm-hmm. So does anybody else have any other strange sounds that they like to bring to
2: the table? Yes. Go ahead. Uh, The sounds of hell. Ooh. Ooh Spicy.
0: Is this the Siberian ones? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I hate this video. Uh, It
1: freaks me (laughs) out, man.
2: Even if it it is fake, it freaks me out. (laughs) Well, um... So basically the story is that the Soviet Union uh, started drilling a hole uh, that they, they were ambitious. They were trying to drill uh, the deepest hole that they possibly could that nobody's ever done before. And they did it uh, mm-hmm. on the borders between Siberia and Finland. Um, And at, at one point they were expecting uh, the uh, internal temperature of the earth to be about 200 degrees Fahrenheit. And it went up somewhere between 300 and 350. And like sort of like disabled their machines or whatever so they took a very strong heat resistant microphone and dropped it down there and it recorded uh up to i think it was like up to like 17 seconds of audio before the microphone itself melted and what they heard uh is what people are claiming to be tortured souls in hell screaming and they've got to like what was it, like seven miles or something. it was a really deep hole Oof. i forget the exact depth um mm-hmm. but uh Uh, We don't have it right there. Hold on. Uh, uh, uh. That's the sound. No. (laughs) Torturous. I'm I'm trying to get to the sound. Here we go. I think this is it right here. Hold on. Yeah, here it is. So that's the sound. Ooh. Really? I, I, yeah, I do have a pretty solid explanation for that. And it goes back to uh, the trumpet sound uh, where you're that deep into the earth. You're experiencing extremely high pressure rates. And it, like if we're talking about magma flow beneath, uh, maybe there was a magma pocket or escaping gases like Jeremy brought up earlier or rocks rubbing against each other. It would make these very high-pitched sounds that were like that. We could be hearing the machinery on the surface echoing down to the bottom of the hole, Mm -hmm. uh, which is Not seven miles down, though. It depends. It really depends on the density of the air. As you go down, it depends on how smooth the rock is. There's a lot of factors within physics that go into into that, which would allow the the sound wave. If there was enough material to vibrate, because that's all sound is. Sound is Mm -hmm. just the vibration that your ears interpret so if there was enough material to vibrate it's it's possible that it could be um it could be echoing from the drilling still um you don't know uh mm-hmm. but uh, yeah a lot of people they they shut the entire project down and um well there was a guy i forget his name he like he really wanted to bring it back he was saying that um you know it's a shame they shut it down but the local folk genuinely believe that. Uh, they almost, like, poked a hole into hell and released uh, evil spirits and demons onto the planet.
4: Oh, wow, Rough.
0: So I just want to, you know, make a connection here to a previous episode. I want to call BS because, obviously, Mel's Hole
2: didn't have that sounds.
3: Mm, yes, I was just thinking about that. Yeah. yeah. Did they drop BS. a
2: microphone into Mel's Hole, though? Like, all the way down? Doesn't but if matter. It was,
3: if it was nice and, like... And like smooth on the sides, and it was just a bottomless pit that wouldn't the sound have echoed yeah. to the
0: top. Yep. Yeah. Remember, uh it, it needed all sounds. Yeah. And we know that Mel's hole was 100% legit. Yeah. I mean, the guy,
3: <laughs> yep. sold, the guy sold the property to a, a wealthy businessman and then also made counterfeit coins. We know
0: that he was legit. So <laughs> yummy uh i don't i don't know if you've taken the time to listen to this episode but we've the the episode we're referring to is our uh fan appreciation episode for the fans too mel's hole right Mm -hmm. you want to hear some ridiculous shit
4: (laughs) (laughs) is that the the, that's the one that's like rumored to be like in washington or something like that
0: yeah okay yes so we we dove into this right we we i literally bought a book that somebody wrote on mel's hole and read it and and summarized basically the entire events of Mouse Hall, and we tore it apart. <laughs> <laughs> it's classy. We'll go with that. Classy. But it was, mm-hmm. it was entertaining. It was entertaining. It was a lot. Of, it was a
2: lot of fun making fun of that guy,
0: <laughs> <laughs> Mel Waters. What what a gentleman. Let's let's get back to reality here, right? Let's talk about the the hell sounds because I can I can see where you're coming from, right? It could be pressured gas coming through tight holes but correct me if i'm wrong it definitely sounded like they were recording a crowd of screaming women
4: it sounded like a recording
2: well it was a recording
4: well like like a recording of a recording if that makes sense right
2: yeah yeah Yeah, the thing is though is that you can reproduce those sounds with extreme high pressure like and if there was like say the sound like they were Deep enough, maybe there was a pocketed cavern system within a certain amount of distance. I don't Mm. know the physics to really give you the math on how far it would have to be. But say there was some sort of movement going on in there under extreme pressure. The sound, the, the vibration carries into this hole they drilled, and now it starts echoing up the thing. And now you're getting it from multiple places because who knows how close they were to magma pits, gas pockets, cavern systems, whatever. And they're experiencing a ton of pressure down there. They could be getting all of these sounds at the same time and they would be high pitched like that. Um, So I wouldn't necessarily want to say that it's completely fake. I'm not going to say you're wrong because it could Mm -hmm. totally be fake. I could replicate that sound like Jake said in 15 minutes, I could take my own voice, scream into the microphone and run it through a, a Melodyne 20 different times and come out with that exact same sound. But um i it's still like you can explain those sounds scientifically which leads mm-hmm. me to believe that maybe maybe it's not do i actually think that you could take a physical drill and drill to hell and potentially really first of all i believe the bible says that hell is empty so it wouldn't make any sense yeah. um okay so yeah jake's there for me thank you jake appreciate you yeah. um there there was also another video years ago and i actually tried to find it so i could com- combo it with this where there was another hole that they dropped a microphone in and what they heard sounded like marching and like somebody giving a speech uh like but it was like really muffled oh. they couldn't understand any sort of language or anything i couldn't find any um audio or video for that which is a shame mm-hmm. because i really wanted to couple that with it but it it's entirely possible that there's some way that those sounds were being made naturally
3: i want to expand on what cj said and trust me as the christian guy i i am pretty set on the idea of hell actually being in the earth somewhere um but cj was right biblically speaking the bible says that the antichrist and the false prophet will be the first cast into hell that people are somewhere they're not somewhere pleasant those that don't believe in christ but they're not in hell. Um, so that's whenever there's like somebody that says like, oh, I had a dream and I went to hell. You really if you bounce what they say off the Bible, oftentimes they're completely full of it. Like nothing <laughs> they say is biblical, which is interesting, especially if they say that they're a Christian person. But anyway, so I want to but I do want to expand more on what CJ was saying, because I'm I'm looking at an article right here by Scientific American. And they're talking about everything having its own frequency that even though objects appear to be standing still, even the atoms are gyrating at their own, Mm. you know, they're all vibrating. Everything's vibrating and in constant motion. Nothing is actually still. And sometimes things can, uh, atoms can be vibrating at the same frequency and they can have, they can kind of sync up and it can actually create sound that can be picked up, that can be heard, you know? And it makes me wonder if, like what CJ was saying, pressures gases echoes all sorts of stuff and who knows how high tech and how sensitive this camera was to be able to pick up that what if it was just picking up the natural sounds of the earth the vibration the you know the oscillation and it's being uh i guess distorted by different pressures and different gases in the way and and chambers and its echoing and doing all those sorts of things and it's just picking that sound up and what sounds like to us because as people and if you look into how we you know why it is that we see faces when there are no faces and why mm-hmm. we think that people that we hear things talking to us when it's just sounds of just nonsense it's because we're so in tune with each other we you know, it's the way our brains operate and stuff. Like you see a cloud and you, you assign it a shape and a, you know, I see a bunny and stuff like that. It's just how our brains operate. So I think that as people, we're, literally just hearing the sounds of the earth being picked up by this microphone and being distorted by all the stuff that's inside the earth. But because our brains want to latch onto the idea of it's a person or it's an animal or an, it's these things that we recognize, we automatically
0: assume it's
3: screaming when
0: it's not that at all. So maybe, I mean, maybe that's what I'm hearing you know, maybe it's because i'm associating it with a woman screaming but mm-hmm. what i'm hearing is overlapping voices okay i'm hearing mm-hmm. what sounds like somebody screaming and then right behind it somebody else screaming right the the person that did it first stops screaming the second one keeps going and another one starts going and you're hearing these overlapping s- screams these squeals that are that are starting and stopping at random times whereas in if it was pressure like, mm-hmm. like if you open up a pressure valve, you would get this long, drawn out, singular sound. Um, I mean, I don't know what gases sound like when they're escaping magma flow, which is something that, you know, if you're getting a whole bunch of boiling magma all over the place, maybe it's sending out some kind of whistling, screaming mm-hmm. sounds. That could be a possibility. But this really sounds like there's a bunch of people in a gymnasium and they're just, you know. Uh, screaming for their lives. That's what it sounds like to me. It's in a very, very eerie sound.
2: Mm-hmm. The one thing the one thing about that video that makes me go away from that is when a person begins to scream, and I feel like watch movies or like have heard recordings or sound effects, when somebody begins to scream, it'll, it's a very brief moment, but there's a buildup where that scream starts out at a low volume, increases to max volume, and comes down. And when you look at the sound waves for that recording, it doesn't do that. There's no buildup. It's just instant, right? So if we're talking about gases escaping specifically, you can have pockets of gas in the earth. um, And if that drill poked a pinhole into it, and now this this pocket that could be, for all we know, you know, a hundred foot deep, big old pocket, and now the gas is shooting out you know, through a pinhole or maybe a hole the size of a nickel or a dime or something, because there was no mm-hmm. there's no visual footage. It's audio. They dropped a microphone down there. Right. So mm-hmm. you, you could have this like real extended period of time that all these gas are and they They drilled crazy far. There is no reason they couldn't have hit multiple pockets of these gases as on their way down. Right. Let's let's talk about
0: physics, right? Let's bring up Bernoulli's principle. Okay, Bernoulli's principle uh, basically is the explanation of why you get certain pressures coming out of a hose that you're squeezing, just for to Barney style this for you, right? So my concern with this is, is that if it was a hole the size of a nickel and you're getting this screaming sound because it's high pressures, the screams are too short, okay? They're not lasting long enough for that to be the case because even even pressurized air is a particle, okay, and all these particles are racing out. You know, if you have so, so much pressure caught underneath the, the Earth's surface and their hole was drilled seven, eight miles, right? you would have a scream that would last an extremely long time. And it would be a very steady stream because it would, it it would be the same thing as if we were all jammed back into an auditorium and someone finally opened up a door and we all just started running out. We don't all just magically appear on the other side. We have to travel the path. Okay. And we have to wait for others to go first and then it's our turn and we go out and as we exit, we make this scream. So Mm. this, this sound is scream Scream, 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 scream. And I, I'd i have to listen to it again to kind of hear what you're talking about, how there's no buildup to the scream. But from what I'm hearing, man, uh, I don't know. It just sounds really eerie to me. You know, like Jake said, this, this, this particular video makes him uncomfortable. <laughs> the sound of this makes me uncomfortable. The reason why is because... This comes from a reputable source. Let's say there isn't going to be some Joe Schmo who's going to get the funds to drill seven miles down underneath the earth. This is something that has funding. So, this microphone that they put down there is paid for by somebody with some money. So, this is definitely going to be reputable. And, and you know, finding this sound and finding sources for this sound is very easy. I don't know who did it, I'm sure it's some kind of geological uh identity in some form of government whether i you said it was in siberia right so it was probably russian um yeah it was uh, a soviet project yeah i i don't know man
3: you have you're you're on the right trail it feels like you're to me that you're on the right trail jeremy but you're taking away from uh Any other things like that could be in the way of that sound as it hits the microphone. So like bouncing off different rocks as sound echoes around, it dissipates, right? So if it's coming from multiple areas or even just one area and the sounds maybe not coming out of just shooting like a laser beam to one thing and hitting something else and then hitting something else and then hitting the microphone, maybe it's scattering. So you're getting the sounds of different the same sound hitting different objects, different tones. So like dirt, rock, crystal, right? Whatever it is that's bouncing around and there are different types of rocks, you know, and then it's hitting that microphone. But I agree with you that it's, it definitely sounds like it could be faked. But again, the the source that it's coming from, right, not some Joe Schmo, but I, I really, for my situation or my stance on it, I'm just pushing towards that this is just, sounds inside the earth that are vibrating and, and you know, resonating and the microphones picking up the frequencies as it bounces Mm -hmm. off of all different types of materials and it's creating a different effect and a different
1: sound. Mm -hmm. Yeah. The, um, because I I agree with Jake here and, I don't know if you guys ever worked on like turbine engines or anything in the every
3: day. <laughs> <laughs> We've got military grade tinnitus.
1: <laughs> I, I think you you know the worst sound you can hear is just like a, a bolt or s- screw falling oh, down yeah. into have no <laughs> idea, <laughs> and and that like stems off of exactly what Jake was saying. Just uh, some type like a microphone or device falling down and hitting multiple sources right because they they're going down for minerals or something and like when it gets to a certain point like obviously they're going to be like harder substances that it's going to bounce off of and have different sound or different echoing because it it is like a cavernous thing that's going to bounce the sound around
0: I just want to shut down this whole pressure idea. I 100% do not believe that it's a pressure idea. And I want to run kind of an experiment with you guys to kind of get you along with what I'm, Mm -hmm. what I'm talking about here. Right. So does sound travel better when we're in our normal environment or in a vacuum,
2: uh, in our normal environment, because sound requires Uh, vacuum to vibrate. So the vacuum, it won't travel in a vacuum though, because there's nothing to vibrate.
0: So if you're Uh now let's reverse it. Okay, because what well, it, it is
3: be a buffer zone. If it was pressurized, it wouldn't really go
0: anywhere because it'd be like hitting a pillow. Because your your whole theory runs off of this this cavern that they dipped into being extremely pressurized. So if they go down into this cavern that is pressurized, right, and you have all these different sounds going off, whether it be from molten lava bubbling to the surface or whatnot, even pressure gases pressure, like I said is Mm -hmm. particles something Mm -hmm. it is matter so if it's extremely pressurized and you're down there you know and and a sound is reverberating especially multiple sounds you're not going to hear it very well because it is a spectrum the best way for sound to travel is somewhere in the middle uh actually it's a little bit closer to uh to the more uh, pressurized because sound actually travels a little uh, a lot better underwater which is more pressurized than the air that we're that we're ready to breathe but if you get too pressurized it's like you're talking into a wall well,
3: are you thinking like the camera is inside of the chamber with the pressurized gas or are you thinking along the lines of it's in the the tunnel and there's a little tiny hole like say that there's a, a millimeter that separates the chamber and the tunnel and it's escaping through that into the tunnel
0: cj said that they they dropped the microphone down into the hole and they were only able to get what 15 seconds worth of recording before it melted
2: 17 hmm. yeah 17 so you know, that
3: just could be from heat just from just being down there not because true. it's in the same cavern with
2: it okay so i'm gonna counter you and i'm gonna stay with pressure but just because of how Do microphones Do work it. Um, so microphones function when you speak into a microphone, there's a diaphragm in there that catches the vibration, translates it into an electric signal that travels your wire and goes to your device.
0: Nope, that's um, not true. No, I'm just kidding. Go
3: ahead.
2: <laughs> <laughs> uh, wire.
0: Go ahead, CJ. This
2: is shit. Um... <laughs> So all it would take uh, then we have highly pressurized rock. And if you look at the image of the microphone that they put down the hole, which is available, you can see like they took video of them preparing the microphone. The whole thing is encased in like metal. So you, you rub hmm. metal against pressurized rock. It's going to scream. Um, It's going to be loud as shit. And we would not need the surrounding air particles as long as the microphone itself is touching one of the walls because the vibration would transfer. You can test this yourself. If you if you tap your wire, say eight inches below your microphone, you tap that, your microphone picks oh, yeah. it up. Mm. So mm. all it takes is that, that vibration to travel up your wire and hit that diaphragm. So if the microphone bounces off a wall of the hole, we're gonna generate a very brief scream.
0: Right. Mm. Because okay. an... you know
3: what? We got to science this. I concede. I think that you have a good point, though. Nope, because CJ's wrong. Right. You got a good point.
0: <laughs> you're the stupidest smart person I've ever heard. But anyways. You're
3: an idiot. You really do make a good point.
0: <laughs> so, okay, I'm, I'm on board. Okay, especially if there's moisture and I'm, I'm ex- you know, you're thinking of Siberia. It's cold, right? And that microphone, the metal is probably cold. The farther it gets down into, into the ground, it's going to heat up extremely fast. What happens when you put co- something cold onto like an extremely worms. hot cast iron? Ooh, yep, it it goes, screams. Yep, it fucking screams. Never mind, dude, you win. And the <laughs> scream is getting, being caused by the microphone. Done. Makes sense, connections made. Thank you, CJ. Boom. <laughs> Drop the mic into a hole. <laughs> nope i I mean, does anybody else have anything to add? Because case solved. No, Done.
4: that's that's solid for me. Like, I, I'll take that explanation also any day over the impending sounds of doom coming from hell. So. <laughs>
0: <laughs> nope. Good job, CJ. I don't like the idea
2: of tortured spirits screaming yeah (laughs) (laughs) we're going with this one
0: cool so does anybody else have anything else to add
4: um the other like sounds that i found were like spacey related if that makes (gasps) sense
0: Ooh. like so did cj yeah
4: they were like spacey but also there was um there was like the gosh words um there were like Two instances um, during like the Cold War and afterwards, like weird like radio frequency broadcast kind of a deal. So they're like, they're they're human based, but we just don't know like what the hell they they why they're there, what they were broadcasting, what for kind of a deal. And in the case of one of these radio stations, like it's still transmitting from somewhere in Russia, and we don't know why or what it's for. Um, It's like very eerie, creepy kind of stuff. But, I mean, I just chalked that up to, like, that spy, that, that spy communication somehow. And they can lie all they want, but it is the spies. Uh,
3: the, like, the vibration and then the it has a brief, like, woman, like, counting or something like that? Yeah,
4: or... yeah, the, that one in Russia. It was, like, broadcasting, yeah. like, north of Moscow. And then they, like, paused for, like a mo- like, a few months and then it, like, popped up somewhere else. But like, I guess, like, the Russian government has, like, denied any type of, like, involvement with that, but not that they would outright come out and say that they were involved in anything like that. Um, so I just thought those are interesting because it's, like, human-based, but the spacey ones are always fun because, like, it's space. Like, the literally the... The, uh, like... How do you say it? Like, the possibilities are endless for explanations as to any sort of sound that's coming from space and being picked up here on Earth. Like, that's... that's it's, And it, of course, brings us... Back to back to my my favorite to- one of my favorite topics aliens because everything revolves around aliens.
0: Absolutely, one hundred percent. I agree. CJ, do you have that sound? Because maybe uh, what you were talking about before the show is what she's talking about.
2: I don't have the specific one she's talking about, but the one that I have on deck is was recorded by NASA's space station. Cool. Let's do it. Wow, that's not that's not it. Space Space is jamming,
0: dude. Everybody scream. "Ah!"
2: It's all um fair use is gonna let me utilize. So mm. but uh, basically that was like a whole bunch of like light recurving. Apparently, light when it curves makes mm-hmm. a noise. And yes. then there's like lightning on Jupiter, mm-hmm. and then yep. there, there was like a bunch of different stuff there.
0: Again, sounds in a vacuum, right? Space is a vacuum, correct? Mm-hmm. Mostly, mostly, not entirely. Right. So there's the the what dark matter um no, there's actually exists. there
2: actually is some actual particles floating around out there but there's so much distance in between them a noise would have to be extremely loud to transfer uh any sort of energy in between them
0: yeah i get i get kind of a little hesitant when i hear about sounds in space i just i, I don't know if a tree falls in space does it make a sound
1: yeah <laughs> it, if, uh, uh, someone from the jersey store is clapping their cheeks in space does they make a sound Andrew I love how you're so about cheeks bro (laughs) that is that is my religion I am part of that religion
0: (laughs) Andrew Andrew, like we'll be talking about like anything and he'll be like it's some form of cheeks it It is
2: is. (laughs) an alien abducted me no man they just wanted them cheeks
1: yeah man
2: (laughs) you could take Andrew fishing and you'd be like "All right, hand me the minnows he'll be like use the one with the fat booty (laughs) yeah
1: when you talk to a person about uh alien abduction what is the first thing they mention probe
0: the probes Anal in the
1: probe yeah it's not just me maybe, maybe those aliens like those cheeks that's why they're getting cows because cows have bigger cheeks I don't know my, my theory is my theory about the probe
2: there is is that they picked us up they're, they you they want to use this us as a weapon they're going to drop us on a world somewhere and just be humans and destroy this whole planet. But there's something fucked up with the person they picked up and they're looking at everything like, what is wrong with this guy. And they're like, all right, check the last place we haven't looked. And then they go in there and they're like, Nope, don't know what's wrong with this guy. Put him back, get another one. All right.
0: Anyways, it sounds right. <laughs> sounds that don't come out of cheeks, at least from a human cheek. Um, Do we have anything else guys? Or do, does anybody want to comment on the space sounds?
1: No, I mean we we've been scratching the surface a little bit about sounds, mentioning water a few times. So mm-hmm. I, right. I think I think the, there's one more thing I want to talk about, and maybe that maybe we'll have to go down to the bottom of the hole. Is that what you're
2: trying to say, Andrew? Yeah, we were just talking about that.
4: <laughs> 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 it all circles back.
2: We'll see you down at the bottom of the cheeks.
4: <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, oh, my uh, God. Well, all right. Well, I think that's all we have for today. Yami, thank you for being our guest. It was a pleasure.
4: Oh, thank you guys so much again. It was so great to meet you guys and hang out and, you know, talk about all these strange noises. And I'm, I'm sure I'm going to be hearing some of these things in my sleep, which is always <laughs> great. Um, but no, it's great. You guys are awesome. I really appreciate being on.
0: Cool. Um, before we go ahead and sign out, let's, uh, let's hear where everyone can listen to you and plug your socials and do any shout outs or anything you want to do. You have the mic for as long as you want.
4: Okay. Wow. Uh, so, if you want to follow uh, the podcast, it's Cryptid Chat with Yami. And that's pretty much wherever podcasts are found. You can find the podcast. Um, social media, Instagram, at Cryptid Chat Girl. Um, when it comes to Twitter, which I really need to be more active on there, I like go on there and like ramble occasionally, but it's nice to follow that. Um, that is under at Cryptid Chat. And um, we're pretty much like, DMs are open so feel free to if you have any stories to share you want to just say hi or anything um just hit us up and um say hi give send a meme or whatever we love that too that's always a good time and uh really i don't have any particular shout outs but just shout out to you guys for once again inviting me uh shout out to florida skies which have decided to start um thundering like hell over here um and then <laughs> shout out to just this community in general which is always so awesome I, I i love the the support and all the people here all the creators are great
0: fantastic uh does anybody else want to say anything before we go ahead and head on over
3: yeah I mean, thank you so much for joining us on this episode and and dealing with our silliness but it was a lot of fun and i really appreciate you taking the time to hang out with us while we talk about all the strange sounds and stuff
4: Thank you.
2: For sure. I appreciate you not yelling at me like Jeremy does. <laughs> <laughs> DJ's so abused. It's part of his character. <laughs> I just no, absorb quite. the abuse and it comes out as comedy. <laughs>
4: <laughs> you have to laugh or you'll cry.
0: All right. Well, thank you once again for joining us on another great episode. As a reminder, we'll be continuing this conversation over on our Patreon. On this week's bottom of the whole episode, we will be jumping into the bloop and Julia sounds. These underwater audible phenomena have caused many people to second guess the world that we live in and the mysteries it still holds, especially since 95% of our oceans are unexplored. You can gain access to this segment by signing up for any of our tiers on Patreon. But for those of you that choose not to, this is where this week's journey ends. Until next time, we'll see you right back here in the Infinite Rabbit Hole.